How is it going, everybody? I'm Digit, and this is the Streetcast Podcast. This intro is, of course, RSPN by Blank and Kid. So today, we are going to be talking about a myriad of things. First, the Microsoft Games event that happened this past week. Then, a little bit of webcam shortages going on right now. And of course, to finalize our news stories for the week, Garmin. So first, let's talk about the Xbox Games event. One, let's let's just get this out of the way. A common thing that Xbox always does every console, every single time, is that they showcase a new Forza. And I just want to say, you got to bring something new. They showcased a new Forza every single time. They showcase it in the exact same way with a really close-up shot of the motor in a car that's too expensive. And yeah, I... Forza is always going to be a staple in new consoles. It's cool that they're always pushing, I guess, the limits. I don't know, but I, I'm i not excited about racing games or to see racing games anymore. I just want them to get past that and actually have a little bit of variety when it comes to that kind of stuff. But Forza is a staple in that and just the racing game genre. So you got to come out with it every time. All right. Moving on to Halo, the big heavy hitter, the one everyone was waiting for. And I want to say, everyone is unimpressed. Well, not everyone. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself there. There was so much backlash from the trailer and from the gameplay shown and just Halo Infinite in general that a ton of news outlets have picked up the story. BBC reported on it about how the specific article is Halo Infinite Xbox Series X trailer divides fans. It's really weird that they threw Xbox Series X. You'd think that they would just put Halo Infinite in there. But it, it really is dividing. A part of it is that the graphics don't look good. The shaders don't look good. It looks exactly like Halo Reach, which I played as a kid. It didn't look like there was any major gameplay moments that looked exciting. Halo Chief, or Halo Chief, Master Chief, has a grappling hook now, folks. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) Right. Not not good. Not good. It's just, it didn't look interesting. It didn't look fun. Uh, It looked fun, but it just didn't look like a game that should be coming out right now. A lot, the... The studios come out and said, well, we were showcasing it through a stream, and depending on how the stream quality was working, that might be why your graphics weren't as good or this wasn't as good. Here's the thing. With Call of Duty, you get similar gameplay. Yes, it's a Call of Duty thing, but every year it looks different and it plays a little bit different. The balance is different. With this Halo game, it looks a little sharper than anything before it, but it looks like the gameplay is the exact same and we won't be getting anything new. I'm absolutely disappointed, and they're trying to hype up this game like they hyped up Halo 3 as a, you have to save the world. Just just wrap up the story, y'all. We've been saving the world since the beginning, and we know we're going to save the world. Help us out here. We're supposed to end the war at Halo 3, and now we're having, we lost the war, and we have to try and recover shit. And, ah, just Halo, Master Chief needs a conclusive story, in my opinion. Halo keeps milking him like the poor cow that's dried out. So I hope that they do Halo Infinite correctly. 
it this first showcase wasn't good at all but i hope that it's a decent game i might pick it up if it's a good game of course i might not because halo has isn't as fun as other games for me but i thought it had a lot of potential this year it had a lot of potential to remake itself and be a contender for first fps again i don't i don't think halo's been a contender for number 1 fps since halo 3 or maybe even reach but i would i would guess to say that most people consider reach to be a step downwards and a, then halo 4 was a tumble down the hill <laughs> so halo was an absolute disappointment in my opinion but i don't know what is y'all's opinions on halo infinite and what that looks like again I only played Reach, and that was fun. Halo Infinite, does it look fun? Don't know. It just didn't look like it should for a game coming out on next-gen in 2020. That's all I know. Next up, no end to the COVID-19 webcam shortage, as reported by Chris Oh, One more time there. Chris Oak. Chris on the BBC. So I've talked about this before. I've wanted to get a bike, right? And I, that'll be the story for today, folks. But a lot of the things people go to look for and to get to help with their time are completely sold out. But one of the things a lot of people need that no one can get their hands on right now is a webcam. And that's just everybody is settling down, working from home, and if your laptop doesn't have a webcam, if you're working off a desktop even, you don't have a webcam. And no one can find them because they're sold out anywhere you can get them. Anywhere. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible that people are buying webcams and flipping them because they're just needed so bad for work. So to those of you with webcams, congratulations. You have a hot commodity right now. And a lot of electronics are that way if you try to buy anything for a video game all video game if you walk through walmart target best buy you name it that shit is sold out try and get your hands on a nintendo switch right now it's tough it's really tough to get your hands on a switch or a video game or anything in store i have a my the mighty marvelous and wonderful lucille's brother just bought a switch with money that he made and it took him forever to get his hands on one just because they're sold out everywhere. You have to catch them the day they get in stock or order it online with a wait time. Electronics in general just sold out like crazy. Bikes sold out like crazy. It's crazy that a COVID-19, a global pandemic, is almost causing an economic boom because things are selling out so well. I'd be interested to see what happens once this COVID stuff goes away and if demand for these products continue. Because right now, it looks like manufacturers are going to have to pump stuff into the market to try their best and keep up with the demand that might not be there once COVID disappears. But that's in the future. Right now, electronics, webcams, and you name it, it's just super hard to get your hands on one. Super crazy. Oh, another friend. Another friend of mine tried to get a new X or no, new PlayStation controller. Yeah. Tried to get a new PlayStation controller. It took forever to get one to him. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Next up, Garmin, folks. All right. So I, I want y'all to picture this real quick. Picture this. So you're in your suit and tie. And, you know, maybe it's a casual Friday. Maybe it's, maybe you're in like khakis and a polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a khakis and a polo. 
and you've got your smartwatch on. It's tracking your heartbeat while you bike to, to work on the sidewalks. It's pretty crowded today, but nothing out of the norm. You're swerving in and out. No big deal. You get there. It's not too far from the house. Not too far at all. You didn't get sweaty. Your polo and khakis are in good shape. Nicely smooth. And in your backpack is your computer because, you know, you're the Garmin IT guy. So you get into work. You show up there. And you check the computer and you go, huh, that's really weird. I can't get into this computer for some reason. So you go to the next one. You go, okay, I can get into this one. And whoa, I just got locked out. And the next thing you know, your computers left and right are being locked out by a ransomware. Uh-oh. So what do you do as a local IT guy that can't stop it from spreading just by getting on the computer? You run around like crazy pulling power cords out of the socket to try and stop the spread. Oh, but it is in vain, my friends. It is in vain. Over the past couple of days, for those of you that who don't know, Garmin has been under attack by ransomware with a $10 million bounty to get the ransomware away. So what that means is that Garmin had lost access to its systems and the ransomware demanded $10 million to re to give them access again. Crazy. Now you might think, well, I know Garmin from smartwatches and cycling devices and all that stuff. I, that's not a huge deal. Well, it's a little bit of a bigger deal because they also provide aviation equipment. For So this is from the a BBC article, Garmin smartwatch users cannot get hands-on data. And they mention how Garmin Aviation said its Fly Garmin website and mobile app used by pilots were also unavailable. So most of Garmin was absolutely down for the past three days. Today, actually, this morning, they came out with a statement saying that they're getting things back on track and their systems will be rebooting over the next couple of days. So by the end of the week, Garmin will be back in action. The mighty, marvelous, and wonderful Lucio had just bought a Garmin smart, uh, like a... Uh, Fitness watch for heartbeat and distance and splits and all that. And we work with Strava. We use a Strava app to track our fitness. And usually you can connect Garmin to Strava and have them work with each other to record and get all that data inputted. And yet the Garmin app has been down. She hasn't been able to sync her watch. It's just been a whole myriad of things. I wanted to get a cycling computer for my bike so i don't have to keep looking at my phone which i can't even see when it's bright outside and i'm now i'm having to wait and see if i really want a garmin thing a garmin uh, cycling computer because well they're down right now so there's no point in getting one and at the moment but it's just insane to me that a company can be taken over be absolutely taken over by a ransomware for days and it's not even it's not just a minor company it's a major company that's in walmart's targets aviation equipment wrists bikes cars you name it any gps sort of device like that super interesting the bbc has a great article on it and here's the name of the article one more time garmin smartwatch users cannot get hands on data there you go and it does a great job of explaining ransomware and what it is and what Garmin's response was. Super cool. Just a, a crazy time right now, folks. Just a crazy time. But let's move on 
to the personal discussion of the week. For those of you who are no longer interested in hearing the news, I'm going to be going on and talking about my bicycle. But that is the news. Quick three three article news wrap up for the week. Major tech news there. All right. So I told y'all I would update you on the cycling situation. And when we were talking about webcams, I told you how crazy it was to get a hold of a bike. And it still is pretty crazy, honestly. But I was able to get a hold of one. So there's Trek dealerships all around me. And Trek is a major bicycle brand, T-R-E-K, based in Michigan? Based in the U.S. I don't know exactly where, but north, based in the northern part of the U.S. And I wanted the Trek bicycle. But I found this giant dealership this giant bicycle shop, and they were about an hour and a half away, and I drove up there, me and Lucille right beside me. We drove up there, and they had a ton of bikes in stock. And, I mean, they had one that was that was Giant's version of the Trek bike that I wanted. So I wanted a low-end Trek Domani because it's kind of an all-rounder. You can put bigger size tires on it. It's just a good rough bike, road bike for a first one, right? They had a Giant Contend AR3, which is just a very entry-level endurance bike, kind of a tough bike, you know, same thing. Same features as the Domani. You can change the tire width size on it. It's easy to repair. You can change it to gravel ride. It's just, it's a very well-rounded bicycle, and it was perfect for my needs. So I've already taken the bike on some rides, and my total distance right now is 37.7 miles. But I have a big goal for it. Big, big goal. My goal, and I'm telling this right now to the listeners of all the podcasts, if you listen to the podcast, my goal right now is to, by October 27th, hit 1,000 miles on that bicycle. 1,000 miles, folks. And I think I can do it. That gives me like 91 days, I believe, 91 days, 12 miles a day. That'll get me 100 miles over. So I still have to do my 12 miles today. I timed myself this past weekend. On Saturday, I rode 20 miles. And on Sunday, I rode 17 miles. And that both took me about an hour. I had a pretty bad headwind on on Sunday. So it was a lot slower. But I think I can do it. I really do. I think I can hit 1,000 miles on the bicycle before I get my first checkup with it. So if you've never bought a bike or, like, you've never bought a bike from a bike shop, I recommend it, especially if you're trying to get into cycling or mountain biking or something like that. And the reason is you can, of course, buy a bike online or from Walmart. Walmart bikes aren't great, by the way. But you can, of course, buy it online directly from the manufacturer. But I would buy it from your local shop because, one, it supports them. But more importantly, two, you get free tune-ups. So I bought my bike, and they said, you get a free tune-up three months from now, And then after that, you get free tune-ups whenever you want for six months. So I just got to get to that first tune-up and then get free tune-ups for six months. That's that's a big deal. Because when you get your bike brand new, it's going to be tight. All the components are going to be close together and tight. But as you ride it, things are going to loosen. Things are going to shake a lot, right? They're going to loosen up. And you want to make sure to bring it in to make sure the bike's integrity is still good. So I'm going to try and get 1,000 miles under my saddle before I bring it in for its first checkup. Now, you might say, is that a good idea to do that before <laughs> before a checkup? You know, you just talk about it getting a little, little loosey-goosey. 
Uh, it might not be a good idea. It might not. I, I acknowledge that. However, I bought this bike to put miles on it. I'm going to put miles on it. And if something broke, they can fix it for me. I just took it apart this weekend. Uh, I still need some bike grease. I do need to get some bike grease. But degrease the chain, put on some new lube, cleaned it up real good. I'm going to take this. I mean, it's going to be spick and span every week. I'm going to clean it um, after rides. So it's going to be in good shape, I promise you, for that checkup. I'm going to take care of this bicycle. But anyways, if you are interested getting into road biking or just checking out cycling in general, I would check out either the Trek Domani or the Giant Contend. They're like competing competing bikes in that category. They're just great entry bikes and have a lot of variety if you want to change them up. Cool. So... That concludes this week's discussion. I, If you would like to check out some video, some video with this podcast, I'm uploading to YouTube. If you just go to YouTube.com and then search I'm, that's Indigo Mike underscore digit, you can check out my channel. This week, I'm going to be uploading it with some COD Warzone gameplay right there and it's going to be a pretty good game i think it's going to be uh it's going to be a high kill game with me and my buddy so check it out if you're interested otherwise you can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts uh spotify google Podcasts, you name it but i really do appreciate everyone listening this is something i enjoy doing and i hope you enjoy listening so as usual thanks and don't forget smile